Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Hank Show. And you know what we do here. We help people, real estate agents, entrepreneurs, businesses to uh, increase their business and their wealth. And, uh, you know, every week we just have uh, just some amazing people on that can help us to grow our business. And uh, today I have a very special guest with us, Amy Zander. And Amy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Dr. Hank. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, you are amazing. You have what's called brand archetypes. And yeah. uh, this is, uh, in fact, uh, you guys should be taking notes now. And uh, if you go to brand architects and it's A-R-C-H-E-T-Y-P-E-S uh, dot com, that we have a special offer there uh, for you that's going to uh, help you to really uh distinguish yourself. And before the show, Amy and I were talking about on how, you know, real estate agents that how do we distinguish ourselves uh, between other real estate agents and shine out? And that's why all of you are going to shine because Amy's going to tell us how. So can you tell us a little about brand archetypes and what that is and how it works? Absolutely. I've been using brand archetypes philosophy for about 10 years now. And when I first found out about it, it was this huge relief to me because it takes the 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 huge momentous job of branding and marketing, which is hard, mm-hmm. and it makes it simpler. I'm not going to say it makes it super easy because marketing is always going to be a little bit challenging, <laughs> but um, it definitely makes it easy. And so what why I love it is because um, people often have a misconception about what brand actually is. They sometimes think that your brand is either your logo or your colors or your tagline or something like that. Mm-hmm. And those are things that support your brand. But what a lot of small business owners or even big business owners sometimes miss is that your brand is actually an, a specific emotional connection mm-hmm. that you're making with your clients and in your, in your industry. Wow. So, yeah. So, and there's like a million emotions out there, like all the feels, right? So it's it's hard to determine that. And then what also happens with small businesses is that they, they're trying to run their business. You know, it's a hustle. Yeah. They're doing it every day. They don't have time for this marketing stuff that they have to worry about. Okay. And when they do marketing, sometimes it's, it's inconsistent, um, either inconsistent in the message or inconsistent in the timing. You know, they'll do like a whole bunch of posts one day and then they'll get, you know, um, caught up in their work and it won't be yeah. an, a month will go by and then they're like oh yeah that, this facebook thing yeah. so um so it so but the messaging is really important mm-hmm. and so that's why i really love brand archetypes because it takes it, it it really distills down and it gives you one emotion and one focus and one idea to concentrate mm-hmm. your marketing on and i think that 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 makes everything so much easier because you only have to do one thing instead of ten thousand things that's great. I love that. Yeah. That, I love that. And, uh, you know, I'm all about um, emotions. It actually, science has, I'm a mental scientist, and, and science in the last five years have, have agreed that our thoughts then create this emotion. And actually, it's our emotion that creates. And so you are right on here, Amy. On uh, It is people's emotions that create, make them respond. Bond. And uh, so uh, tell me how this this plays out. And sure. Like, like what are the main emotions or, you know, what are we targeting typically? Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. So like Maya Angelou said, you know, we people remember how you make them feel long after they remember anything else about you. I probably butchered that quote, but yeah. um, but it's true. And so <clears throat> so there are 12 main archetypes. And what makes an archetype an archetype is because it is three things. It is universally understood, it is powerful, and it evokes an emotion. And so isn't that what we all want our brand to do? right? We want everybody to know who we are. We want them to have a feeling and we want to be powerful. Mm -hmm. And so universally understood, basically that just means that like these 12 archetypes are in existence in all cultures on earth. Everybody understands them in the exact same way because we're human, right? Wow. So they don't need to be explained. That's the, that's the amazing thing too. Like when I say the word mother to you uh -huh. and you know, what words come to mind to you when you feel, think of the word mother? Yeah. Love. Wow. Uh -huh. Uh, tenderness, uh, comfort, yeah. support. Yeah, sure. Everyone's going to say that. Sounds right? like my angels. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, regardless of the relationship they have with their own mother, they do understand the concept of right. Mother, right? <laughs> yeah. So, right. Like so, people tell me, you know, um, oh, I come from a dysfunctional family, and I said, welcome to humanity. Right. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We're not. I mean, I'm a mom, and I'm not perfect. But yeah. so. So one of the examples I like to use is the company Nike, you know, that makes shoes. Yeah. They are a universal company and they are, they kill it with their marketing and they've really never, ever made a brand mistake and ever. And I can honestly say that because they have, they use the archetype, the hero in their marketing. So everything that they do is about winning and striving and sweating and youthfulness and get off the couch and just do it. Rah, yeah. You know, like if I'm going to wear these clothes, I'm going to feel like a hero. They don't tell you that. That's not like, you know, so in your face like that. And honestly, no. if you think about it, when is the last time you saw a Nike commercial where they even talked about what they do? Like right. they, don't, they don't talk about shoes. They don't talk no. about clothes. Yeah. You know, if they had a commercial that was like, explaining the fine stitching on their shoes and the comfortableness of the soul and all this stuff, we'd be like, what are you doing, Nike? Like, that's that's not you. That's off brand, right? Yeah. So so there's 12 archetypes. They have sub archetypes, you know, and but I mean, really anything can be an archetype if it is universally understood, powerful and invokes an emotion. So so there's a lot of companies that are using this, whether they're doing it a purpose or not, or they understand archetypes or maybe they're just doing it and they got lucky. Right. They understand, you know, it, you know, but so if you go to brandarchetypes.com and up in the upper left hand corner, there is a free questionnaire that people can take. Right. It's 90 some questions and it's all about your company. So make sure you have your business hat on when you're thinking about it okay. and you answer all these questions and then immediately it's going to give you your results and they're going to list the 12 archetypes in order based on your answers. And then you can click on any of those names and it'll take you to the page on the website that will explain to you all about the archetype. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it gives you examples of companies that are using it. We do a SWOT analysis on every single one of them. So you can see their strengths and weaknesses, things like that. So a few questions that come to mind when people talk to me about brand archetypes are, like, okay, so Amy, I'm in this industry and I have this kind of company. So what archetype should I be? Mm -hmm. And my answer is, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> so, and I'm not trying to be a jerk, but <laughs> I have a process to lead people to discover that archetype on their own. Yeah. Um, so the questionnaire is the first part. And if you work with a team of people, then you would want everyone to take that questionnaire independently. Mm -hmm. And then we can, um, we, collaborate them and show the results all together. Okay. And with a team of people, you know, you, you're not all going to agree, 
right? And if you if your marketing hasn't been solid in the past, then your answers um, are going to be all over the place too, right? So um, so then what I do is I take the team through what I call a brand discovery session. It takes about two hours. We can do it virtually, in person, hybrid, whatever. And it's a giant brainstorming session where we throw a whole bunch of words up on the board that have to do with your industry, your culture, your clients, your products, everything. We categorize them. We color code them. We you know move them around. And it really is quite magical. And at the end of it, almost always, the archetype reveals itself. And it's like, ta-da, this is what we are. And in doing that, we usually generate a really amazing slogan or tagline too, because wow. we've got all these words, right? Yeah. So sometimes, yeah, sometimes the 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 group will want to discuss it or they're they're going back and forth between one or two ideas or things like that. And they'll come back a little bit later and decide, but almost always from that two hour session. Um, so the other thing is, is that people are like, well, we really like these two archetypes. Can we be two? And my answer is no, but you can be a combination, right? So we walked, I live in Grand Ledge in Michigan. It's just west of the capital of Lansing. Okay. And um, we we did the city of Grand Ledge, the towns, the, the government people in Grand Ledge. Yeah. And so they, we are like one, I don't know if anybody knows this small fun fact, but we are one of the parade capitals of the U.S. We have a parade, it seems like every other weekend in Grand Ledge for something. And we're fun and we like to, you know, kind of party. We're definitely small town feel. So they were going back and forth between the neighbor archetype, which is kind of like the everyday girl, everyday gal, um, you know, down to earth, a lot of trust, a lot of customer service, just easygoing, you know, you look like you would think about your neighbor. Yeah. Um, or, and the jester, and the jester archetype is exactly what it sounds like. We all know what that is. Quirky, weird, you know, brash, unexpected, you know, like a lot of insurance companies are the are the jester with the Aflac and stuff like that. Yeah. So basically what they did is they kind of combined the two and they said, well, we're going to be a really funny neighbor, but we're going to be, but we're going to be neighbor first and the jester second. Oh. And that that's the key is that you always have to have a dominant one and then an undertone and you don't ever really want to flip flop them because then your brand is just flip flopping Yeah. And, and you're not, you're not specific enough. Yeah. So, so those are kind of some common questions. And then the other one people say is there are certain you know, industries that gravitate towards certain archetypes. So the health industry gravitates towards the mother archetype. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Nurses and doctors and that caring bedside manner, hopefully. Yeah. But my argument would be, if you are in an industry where it's pretty dominant what the market message is or that emotion, do something completely different. Stand out. Don't do what everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. So if you're a new insurance agency moving into town, I would say, well, just why don't you just be anything but the jester? Because that's kind of overdone and everybody's doing it, right? So that's that's the only advice I really give people when they're trying to make me tell them what archetype to be. Yeah, and I would I would rather lead lead them to it, right? That's great. (laughs) Yeah. So can you share with us what are the twelve archetypes? (laughs) Yeah, you're putting me on the spot. So I do know them. So there's the mother which is all about caring and nurturing, high touch customer service. It's kind of a lower energy one. There's um, closely related to that is the neighbor. So that's just a little bit less motherly, more like friend, right? An example of that company could be like Dunkin' Donuts or um, Wendy's or like, remember the Maytag man? Like he was your neighbor. Like you're not going to let just any creepster into your house, right? Like you trusted him, right? So there's that one. And then there's, so there's mother, um, the neighbor, there's the innocent or sometimes people call it the angel archetype. And that is all about like childlike wonder and innocence and simplicity and no drama, 
Um, sometimes organic companies will pick that one or like, um, you know, Whole Foods, things like that when they're talking about pure green, things like that. Um, so then there's the outlaw, my favorite. That's the um, archetype that I am. So if you think like Harley Davidson, Apple computers, people that do things differently outside the box, um, break the rules a little bit, a little bit edgy. Um, so there's that. There's a gesture we talked about. There's the explorer archetype, another one of my favorites. So the explorer has kind of two flavors to it. There's one where there's the ex physical exploration of the world, right? So that's yeah. like, that'd be like Jeep or mountain bikes or, you know, um, maybe a travel company, which would be, you know, two on the nose, I think. But, yeah. but then there's also the explorer, which is exploring new experiences and new ideas. Mm -hmm. And a really good example of that would be Starbucks coffee, because you, I mean, you can go to Dunkin' Donuts, the neighbor archetype, and buy a $1.50 cup of coffee. Or you can go to Starbucks and have the smells and the barista and the coffee grinding and the sprinkle of nutmeg and the whole experience that you pay $7 for, right? Yeah. So it's more a little bit more of an upscale kind of experience. Mm -hmm. um, we have the artist creator archetype, which is all about bringing out the creativity and artistic um, you know, sense of people. Um, yeah. Crayola crayons and Sesame Street are a really good example <laughs> of those. Yeah. yeah. Then we have the lover archetype, which is two sides of that as well. There's like the um, long traditional sex sells kind of, you know, part of that, which is like every perfume commercial you've ever seen. Right. <laughs> or or there's also the, the passionate romance side of it. So like mm -hmm. the Hallmark Channel would be like the romance side or just being really, really passionate about something. Mm -hmm. I have a client that is a big hunting organization. They're like these guys that go on big safaris and hunting and stuff like that. <laughs> and they do a lot of conservation and wow. they they pick the lover archetype because wow. if you hunt or if you know anybody who hunts, you know that they're like super into hunting, right? <laughs> really passionate about it. So, so that makes sense for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. Yep. And then there's the, I lost track of how many I said. Um, I think you're at eight. Okay. So there's the hero. <laughs> we talked about the hero already. Okay. Yep. And then um, what am I, I feel like I'm missing some, I should have written them all down. It's all. Uh, oh, there's the sage guru. So that one is, you know, um, you're going to trust that these people know what they're talking about because they have all the data and the analytics and the, um, you know, the, the, the knowledge to back it up. A lot of mm -hmm. lawyers gravitate towards that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Then we have the ruler, which okay. isn't a really popular one, but it's really powerful. So the ruler is kind of like um, best in class. We're the best. You're either with us or you're not. We don't really care. You know, like, <laughs> like Rolex. Rolex is a really good example of that. Yeah. Just, I mean, and, it's kind of hard as a startup agency to necessarily be the ruler because you got to have kind of a track record to be able to say you're the best, but yeah. you can still yeah. make it happen. Yeah. Um, let's see. I did the lover, the artist. I got the magician. Oh, the magician. magician. Yeah. Yep. That's the last one. Yep. That's, that, yeah. that's a lot about a change and transformation and things mm -hmm. like that. So mm -hmm. those are all the 12. And then again, like they have sub archetypes and those are all on the pages. That's and, great. Yeah. And then, and so, so again, everybody that you, we go to brand architects, uh, types, A-R-C-H-E-T-Y-P-E-S dot com. And uh, go ahead and do yourself a favor, do your business a favor, do your family a favor, and uh, fill out those 90 questions and find out what you primarily are on that archetype, um, because that will be able to take you to distinguish you. And again, we use, uh, this can really be for anyone, but, um, you know, if we, 
discuss real estate agents, how do you, you know, make, and in fact, can you give us uh, any an example on, uh, I know you've uh, worked with uh, different uh, brokers in, mm-hmm. in real estate, and can you give us an example on where someone really became successful and distinguished themselves as far as an agent is concerned? Yes, absolutely. Great. So um, just like you were saying, um, you know, this, this, philosophy, brand archetypes philosophy works, whether you're a solopreneur, which you are as an agent, pretty much, even if you work for a brokerage or whatever, you're still, you know, competing with every single real estate agent out there. Um, So it works for both solopreneurs and regular, you know, entrepreneur businesses or larger businesses. So you have to distinguish yourself between all the other agents in your agency and then also in your area. So I have a friend of mine who she is called the real estate matchmaker. And she has adopted the lover, right? Mm. And so she is, you know, she kind of, well, not kind of, she does market herself as the matchmaker. And she always talks about, not only do I have to be the right real estate agent for you, but you have to be the right client for me. And we have to like each other and hit it off if we're going to work together and sell our house and I'm going to make your dreams come true. So she has her logo as like a heart. She's called the real estate matchmaker. And she has like, Everybody in the Lansing area knows her, everybody. And it's all over her marketing. And, um, you know, she, her, her like hashtag is real estate matchmaker. She's, I know all of her handles are at real estate matchmaker. She's, she's killing it. And it's great because that really sets her apart from everybody else. That's awesome. I just love that uh, (laughs) example and, you know, how to uh, do that. Does any other, um, Um, uh, What other thoughts are there behind this? And so, you know, and I understand you do the 90 uh, questions. And if you really want to get serious about this, you meet with you and you'll have this brainstorming session Mm -hmm. and and be able to do that. And uh, can you share with us like an aha and a brainstorming session and uh, real estate related or not on just uh, on how magical that experience is? Yeah. So. Um, they have. I love doing those brand discovery sessions with any like any size group. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually, it works best if it's about ten people or under, because when you get like 20, 30 people in the room, it's kind of like too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. Right. But if you are a solopreneur, I always recommend that you have two or three other people with you, just like either your spouse, best friend, a client, mm-hmm. another agent that knows you. Like you know, just so you can get some more input in the room. Yeah. So sometimes it's better when there's more brains. You know. Awesome. Um, so that helps. Um, but yeah, I mean, it people take because again, like marketing is so huge, and there's a million things you could do. Should I do, you know, TikTok? Should I do Facebook? Do I need a billboard? I mean, it's it's crazy, right? So I'm not gonna, I can't really solve that mystery for you with brand archetypes. Yeah. But but the other thing it does is when you pick your archetype, it it, it razor focuses you on your message and all you have to ask yourself in anything that you ever do, whether again, it's, it's a Facebook ad, a billboard, a brochure, how you answer your phone, um, you know, how you treat your customers is, is say you pick the mother, is this mother enough? Is this mother at all? 
And sure. you already know what that is. We all do because it's an archetype. And so that means we inherently understand these things. And so you can very easily say to yourself, no, this isn't mother enough. I think I need to kick it up a notch. Yeah. And um, so then once people pick the archetype, then what we do is we go back and we look at everything they have. We look at their company name. Most people aren't going to change their company name because they have a lot of brand equity in that. Yeah. Um, but you can tweak it a little bit. We're going to change, you, you know, you're going to look at your logo your colors, everything that you use, your tagline, hashtags, all that stuff. So that's like the first step. And then we start looking at your website content, your brochure content, you know, that kind of thing, all your words. And we just basically tweak it. We rewrite it so that it has all these lovely archetypal words in it that match wow. your archetype, right? So you start evoking that emotion all the time with everything that you do. Wow. And yeah. And the other thing that my company has is we have what we call word banks. So we have a word bank for each of the 12 archetypes. They're just pages and pages and pages of words mm -hmm. and phrases and things like that, that you could start using yeah. um, in, in your content that would start bringing that all into alignment. Wow. And where are those word banks? Is that um, it? Yeah. You just contact me either through ZD Media or, and we, okay. we don't have them like, Soon they will be available to just download and buy on the website. But right yeah. now I have to send them to you. Got yeah. it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And again, that ZDSO, this is something kind of the mother company, if you will, is media, Zedia Media, and mm -hmm. it's C-E-E-D-I-A-M-E-D-I-A and dot com. And she could go there uh, as well. And uh, yeah, I love that, that, you know, because the same, that, that the, um, when you have this uniform message and you keep on doing it. And, you know, a lot of people, I was uh, an executive with Procter & Gamble for 15 years and um, uh, they're the largest marketer in the world. And, um, and they would say to me, why do we have to keep on, you know, running like all these ads and everything, the same ad all the time. And it's because we, us people don't accept new ideas till at least the sixth time. Yeah. <laughs> so we need to hear that. And then when you have a uniform message that even though it may be a different commercial, if you will, or different posts, whatever, it still has that same theme and evoking that same emotion. Right. And so it is just right on with that. Well, that is fabulous, Amy. Is there any other um, thing we should know about that understand what you do uh, that might be helpful for us in uh, marketing our companies? Yeah, I just, I can't stress enough that emotion, that emotional connection. So each one of these archetypes has a specific emotion or, a, you know, two or three emotions that are closely related. Yeah. And that is just often the, the really big thing that people miss in their marketing or their branding is that emotion. So for example, my company, Zedia Media, is the outlaw archetype. Mm -hmm. And so the feeling that I am trying to evoke all the time is freedom. So, so we provide freedom to our clients because we are taking care of their marketing, whether that be building them a new website, their social media management marketing, you know, whatever that part of it is, they can concentrate on their business because we are taking care of the marketing. So it's wow. free. Freedom is what I'm always going after. You know, and I love that. And, and if I can, that uh, our souls are here for three primary reasons. The first reason is growth. And the second reason, or I'll, I'll give the, the prize is joy. So we're here, the growth, joy, but in the middle there is freedom. 
Mm-hmm. So you actually are answering uh, the need, the question, the wanting uh, for us to have more freedom. And by you managing the marketing that we can then um, manage what we're best in our talents and to share our yeah. talents with others that, uh, you know, uh, for most uh, part that because we have uh, like entrepreneurs, real estate agents, whatever, need to wear these different hats. And uh, and really, you know, probably we're not very good in the marketing hat. You're the expert at it. <laughs> and that over to you and let me put on my hat on whatever I'm best at, whether right. it's you know, showing homes or, you know, helping people to uh, uh, experience that. And so I love that. And, um, you know, I was I was just thinking that, like uh, yesterday, I got a, uh, and so I'm I'm very loving. I'm um, a very uh, open. Uh, I, my whole passion is to help others become their greatest possibility, and um, and I, I as I, as you were explaining this, I was thinking an example for me on last uh, yesterday. I got a text from someone out of the blue and just said, "Hi, you know, uh, I'd like to talk to you," and um, so I called uh, her last night and. I mean, like within five seconds, we were like dear old friends and just <laughs> talking and sharing our hearts and <clears throat> about spirituality and angels and uh, and the love of money and which is good, by the way. And oh and, yeah, I'm a capitalist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, money just equals freedom. Actually, yeah. and yep. so there we are. You know, <laughs> on that. I always get a kick out of people say, "Oh, you know, the Bible said it was a misunderstanding." People misunderstand. Sure what the Bible was saying about the uh, love is the uh, uh, root of all evil and loving money. And um, and it's kind of funny, you know, I share with people now, you know, back in Christ's time when that was written that one way to express wealth was uh, to have sheep. And so certainly a sheep, you know, I got this sheep under my arm, it's the root of all evil. Right. <laughs> and, and the whole point was that everything comes from God, if you will. Yeah, if you worship that. money. That yeah. is, you know, yep. that. and so, but I was thinking on how your emotion then with like that lady yesterday that, um, um, you know, I think, I think the emotion out of the 12 architect that uh, types that I would be is, um, is that innocent because you brought up angel and i even have on facebook a, a group called angel connections where my angels speak to me and so do you think you know just based on hearing that do you think that that would be for example what mine would be is that innocence and the angel or is there something else in that um um you know because it could be the lover could be yeah. the artist uh, maybe the magician because it's changing from yeah. from thinking that the outside world is controlling us versus the inside world. So, mm-hmm. so any thoughts on that just to kind okay. of help us? There's other people I'm sure are saying, hey, I'm this way. And right. So which out of those 12 am I? So taking my situation a little bit, you know, uh, yeah. compared with you, what do you think probably, and I know I'm supposed to answer the 90 questions and I will, but the brand archetype, uh, which one would you say that I probably am? Well, we have, you know, we've, we've only known each other like a short time, but from, so 
any archetype can work for anybody. It's the case that you make for it and it's your story yeah. and it's how you feel about it. But you just made an amazing case for yourself about the angel, the innocent. And, and yeah. so, and you, you really connect with it and identify with it. And mm -hmm. I absolutely, that could work for you. And yeah. you know, the, the main thing about that is removing chaos from the world is what the innocent, you know, mm -hmm. angel is all about. It's that, that childlike wonder, seeing the world through, you know, child eyes and making everything very, very simple, not chaotic, no drama, you know, that kind of thing. So that's what that's about, you know? So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that could absolutely work. Yeah. Sure. yeah. And yeah. And I did want to say you brought, um, you made me think of something. So solopreneurs are different from, you know, a company because you, you are the face of your business agents, um, real estate agents are essentially solopreneurs for yeah. themselves. And so you're, nobody's really, nobody's going to pick an archetype that's opposite of who they are, right? Because you have to be the face of your business and it's going to come naturally. And chances are you've, you've been doing a lot of this stuff anyway. Like you were right. just saying, like, I do this, I have this angel Facebook page, like this is yeah. what makes sense to me. Of course it makes sense because you've, you've been doing bits and pieces of it. And by choosing right. the angel, you're validating your branding that you've already been doing. And then you can now take it to the next level because you have clarification. Yeah. So that, that's yeah. Awesome. I, that, yeah. I love that. And, and see what you do then is you help with the clarity because I think all of us have been guilty, if you will, of doing some other type of marketing then that really isn't like us, but it's the new shiny thing. If yeah. you will. Mm -hmm. And so we do a new shiny thing where if you'll just be yourself, that's all you really need. And right. that basically is, and I love your explanation of that. You basically, uh, especially for real estate agents or solo entrepreneurs, that um, it's really about who you are. Mm -hmm. And so it's not so much about, gee, I'm in the real estate, but who are you right. as far as in the real estate? And then your example of, um, was she uh, uh, the lover? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, uh, the real the estate matchmaker. Yep. You know, mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, and so she wanted to match, you know, that's what she was into is matching her. And so it just keeps you on target as right. far as, hey, what, what's my message out there? And we have to have a consistent message. Right. So I just right. uh, love it. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, people, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, so some people come to me and they think that picking an archetype is really limiting. They're like, oh, so I can only talk in this way and I can only be this and I only have to worry about that emotion. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but it's freeing because there's all this other stuff you don't have to worry about. But yeah. there's so much depth and stuff that you can do within that one archetype and within that emotional base that it's not it's not limiting. And it's just it's just a mind shift, a way to think about it. If you, I think if people thought about it as freeing, like, oh, now I have this focus, yeah. then they would they'd be able to appreciate it more. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. awesome. Well, I sure appreciate your insight on that, Amy. And, you know, and I do love things that are easy and free and simple. And you definitely have the solution for what can be very complex in marketing on how to keep it simple and easy. So, again, to go to brand architect, it's A-R-C-H-E. 
types.com, and that's where you're going to download those 90 questions, answer those questions, and then you'll get immediately uh, which archetype uh, that is your focus, and then take it from there, and Amy will take it from there with you and do that brainstorming session and really get you honed in on this. And then she can t- uh, manage all once she knows that, and you guys know that, you'll, you'll both have a better understanding of how to be able to really attract the type of people that you want and the type of business that you want. And uh, Amy can do it all for you, right? <laughs> we can. We do you know, social media marketing websites logos all that stuff yeah that's awesome that's fantastic well great well any last comments for us amy and uh to uh, uh kind of guide us uh, any any thoughts that come to mind that that uh, we should also hear from you today well yeah so if you do go to the the quiz and you take it and you get your list of 12 in order just remember that you don't have to go with the very top one you know, if you read, you know, I mean, sometimes there'll be a number after them, like a score, and sometimes they'll be tied. So like the two or three yeah. top ones will have the same score after them. Yeah. But I would I would encourage everybody to explore at least your top like four or five yeah. and just kind of just sit with them. Think about them. Can I do this? How would I say it this way? And, and is this me? And, you know, I mean, every every real estate agent, you know, wants to be professional, wants to be trustworthy, wants their clients to like them. They want to find the right house for them. So those are like, of course, right? Yeah. Um, but just, I challenge you to like, just think a little bit beyond that, beyond your industry yeah. and think about your personality and how you really want people to feel. I mean, some real estate agents are going to be like pizzazz and excited and woo. And then other ones are going to be more like, you know, down to earth and quieter and, you know, the fresh baked cookie smell in the house and things like that. So it's just, it's really who you are, right? Like, yeah. um, and standing apart from everybody else. That's great. I just love it. And that makes it so natural too. Um, yeah. This would be an easy fit. And I think that, you know, as, as we go up there and we do look at that to really ask yourself, not only on how you want to make other feel, uh, others feel, but also on, you know, who are you? And so what, what type of feeling do you want to express out there? Right. And, uh, and I think it'll rise to the top, like cream rises to the top. Yeah. It comes from my Wisconsin back. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. I think the ruler, the ruler archetype could work really well for certain agents too. It's not a, it's not a popular picked one, but there are some people out there that really want the best of the best and they just want, you know, and if you could run with that and and have that ego and have that, like, I'm the best, if you're going to work with me, I think it could really work for some people. That's Um, awesome. (laughs) You know, I have these amazing assessments and I can actually, um, identify people on who would be the rulers mm-hmm. so you could kind of you know match that yep. up to be able to say hey yeah. you know, naturally i can tell you hey you're this driver want to control big ego you want to make the decisions and um and there's people out there that you know i always say to people all you need is one percent of the population and you'll be you know independently wealthy right <laughs> and so, absolutely so yeah. you know hey so we don't need to please everybody and uh but if you please yourself you'll attract those people that will please uh you and them yeah yep. 
So that's fantastic. Well, Amy, we thank you so much for being on the show today that uh, we'll send this out to everybody too. We're live right now, but uh, be able to send it out and share this good news on how to be freer, uh, how to really understand the simple steps to be able to be a marketing genius right. with Amy Zander. That's Amy, right. thanks so much. Appreciate oh, thank it. you. I've enjoyed it. It's been great. <laughs> okay. All the best. And for all of you out there, know that everything you want is coming your way. Love you all. Bye-bye.